You're very familiar with him, our good friend Brandon Tony in studio. Reason I good say morning. that is because you just spent what a week in South Florida or a Orlando? Few day, yeah, a few days in Central Florida, and it was while everybody here was stuck in the ice and they were sliding around, and I couldn't feel more sorry for everybody here in Memphis while I was laid out at the in the lawn chair at the pool taking in some of the rays. I did think about that a little <laughs> bit while it was brutal. I mean, yeah. I slept at the station like two nights because the roads oh, were yeah. so bad and it we had terrible. severe weather um, updates throughout the evening. And uh-huh. I thought, I'm like, this guy's totally checked out. I was praying the flight would get out. And I had a couple drinks for you guys, too, while I was there, just Thank just you. as an honorary, you know. <laughs> Well, it's good to see you back. It yeah. was good to see you on Saturday night. At oh, the yeah, we Day. had a great time. Didn't Dinner, we? it was incredible. Yeah, it was. It was beautiful. So yeah. many great speakers. The keynote speaker, Lee Zeldin, Congressman Lee yeah. Zeldin, who also ran for mayor against Kathy Hochul in New York's right. um, New York. And almost won. Almost yeah, won. Not close. only that, though, though he didn't win that race, he flipped, what, Five congressional seats? Five seats in, a, it was in a New York. I mean, in can New you York. believe that? And it was interesting because I thought he, being the speaker, was extremely appropriate. Right. Because right. we it, live in dark such, blue Shelby County. Yeah, a very Democrat city. I mean, tell, let's talk a little bit about what he did to win that. I mean, it, it the, what they had to do to go into the city, into the Bronx, into those areas where it's not just— strong blue but it's it's a never return you know right. sort of situation and they and they took that city and they flipped those five seats and they went door to door and apartment to apartment and it just sort of gave us hope in a terrible city not terrible but a fully you terribly know, run yeah a terribly run city by these democrats here in memphis that one day we may have a chance mm-hmm. that was my takeaway you know, it was inspirational, but before it was inspirational, it had to be convictional. That's right. Yep. And I'm not going to lie, I kind of felt like I was at a camp meeting. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. the old preacher was raining all hell, fire, and brimstone down on Shelby County Republicans. Absolutely. Because oftentimes his point was, we've got to take our message to the people that don't attend our clubs. Right. right? That yep. don't hang out in the suburbs all the time. No, exactly. Um, you know, that's not the winning formula. You've got to take it to people that don't vote historically for Republicans. No, exactly. And, and in Shelby County, we have an issue just getting our Republicans out. I mean, right. we have, what, the highest number of Republicans in the state, 300,000, they say. But we only get, what, you know, 40% of, 30% of that to out. To get out and vote, yeah. Yeah, so we've got an issue getting our own Republicans out to vote, but, man, would it be amazing one day? And I think what's going to happen is, is you're going to see the pendulum swing. You know, one day it will get it'll get so mob-like here in Memphis, and it already is with the crime and everything else, but I feel like at some point the pendulum is going to get so far to the left where, you know, we can't even walk down the street without being shot at, similar to outside of Atlanta. And uh, and right now it's gotten to that point, but one day hopefully the pendulum will swing back to the right, and maybe these these middle of the line Democrats will realize this is not the Democrat Party of your grandmother and grandfather. Mm. Yeah, you would hate to see it have to get to that extreme point, but I think in Shelby County it's already extreme. Yeah, and yet we voted in DA Steve Mulroy. <laughs> we did, so we have to get to Gotham City bad. <laughs> That's <which> right. <laughs> that does not bring me any joy. Uh, saying, my friend. But it was interesting because in attendance there at this great dinner, you heard speakers like Congressman Mark Green, 
Congressman yes. David Kustoff, Congressman Lee Zeldin, our chair of the party here, Carrie Vaughn, but also you have all of these other candidates showing up as well. Right. Two of them that I thought was interesting was who's trying to be the next mayor of Memphis. Oh, yes. Frank Bonner. Uh, Frank, Frank Colvett, Colvett was there. Yes. Sheriff Floyd Bonner. Yes. What I also thought was very interesting was the juvenile court judge was there. Yes. Tarek Sugarman. Yes. It's for Republicans. Now, granted, big party 10. I love. Right, right. Why was he there? Because he is an extra. He is a leftist. It was yeah. just an interesting and observation. Are, and are we not kind of upset with them as well? I mean, these children, these 10 year olds are out breaking in 18 <laughs> cars a weekend. And, right. But then they get back out and there's no punishment for these juveniles. So aren't we a little upset with them? But the. They were kind of already campaigning for the next election, I feel like. They won our votes. They do. And I don't, I don't think we give them to these people until no. they make actual movements towards cracking down on crime. I mean, I, I, Frank Colvett, great, great guy. Great guy, yeah. I want to, before someone like Frank earns my vote, I want to see what he can do. And he has done stuff on the city council. Sure. Um, but I want to know between now and your race in October, what are you actually doing? Right. Specifics um, on crime. Specifics. You know, what if you get in there, what will you do? Because as we've seen, you know, I've, I've been a big, I mean, not proponent of Strickland, but the guy's been there for years, and it's just now until the very end when he can't get reelected that he's just now talking about crime. But you and I know if you look at the charts, crime has been increasing back from 2006 and seven. Homicides are at an all-time high. Yeah. You know, maybe down a little bit this year, but you, you see what I'm saying. He's just now talking about it. It's so frustrating, you know, speaking about Mayor Strickland, again, very nice person. Yes, I'm sure he's a great guy in person, but, <laughs> but like, and some Democrats are. I mean, but that Joe, doesn't make their policies are they, terrible. They voted Joe Biden into office because they said he was a nice person. <laughs> right. Is anything about that man nice right now? How's that going for us? It's not going very well. No, it's not. No. <laughs> um, but Mayor Strickland, you know, I appreciate him investing into our sports facilities around town. Um, again, part of the big ask is just like millions and millions of dollars. And Governor Bill Lee said he'll grant it. Like, here you yeah. go. Here is this money to make us a sports city. But I just look at all of these sports arenas. I mean, if a sports fan goes to one of these arenas, they first have to make sure they're not getting uh, a carjacked or their, their car vehicles broken, broken into. into. Right. Well, and, and it's interesting you say that. I mean, they want to grant, what is it, $300 million, $400 million? Yeah. What could we do as a city with $400 million to curb our crime? I mean, right. think about the amount of officers. I saw a cop car yesterday uh, parked at uh, a sporting goods store here in Memphis with no cop in it because we don't have enough a cop. We don't have enough police officers. Yeah. What is that really doing? What could we do with $400 million? Liberty Bowl, sure, needs renovations. Let Simmons Bank do sure. it. You know, let some of these private donors do it. Do we really need another soccer stadium for people to go loiter at? I mean, do, do you know? I mean, do you know do what I mean? Do we even like, play soccer? Like, no shade to soccer. Does anyone care about that here? No one cares about soccer. Josh, <laughs> this is a football state. Yeah, Josh. Sorry, you probably care about soccer. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> we're a big basketball. I mean, do something with that. I mean. And they said FedEx Forum is included we'll in that. Money. But yeah. to build a soccer arena, come on. I, I'm. I don't know how to. You can play devil's advocate. I like sorry. soccer, and I actually <laughs> reported for the and I know NFC during college. I did their some of their media stuff. So, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing a soccer stadium, but also, like you said, we are a basketball town, and they don't sell out the games every time they have a game. There's at, no one ever there. Yeah, there's yeah. it's never sold out or anything. So, yeah. and I even went to one of their playoff games, and it, I don't think it was sold out. It yeah. was still a lot of empty seats. So I don't know if that's yeah. really necessary for for that.
Mm. But I do like soccer. Don't diss soccer. Yeah. No. All right. I'm sure. It's I, the most popular we, sport in the world for a reason. Our track by statement. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, so he got us on that one. All right. Brandon's <laughs> going to stick around for a little while. Um, but yeah, it's just out of control. But want to open this up to our listeners because like we see on our Stop Memphis Crime page, they're very yeah. vocal. They have solutions that apparently our leaders can never think of. Yeah. What do you want to see the city do? If you were on the city council, if you were mayor of Memphis, what is the first thing you would do? Would it be to allocate those funds for sports arenas into Memphis police officers? Imagine if all those little sky cops were actual men and women. Yeah. Law enforcement. Well, like you, like New York used to be, they put people on every street corner. Yeah. And, and look what happened to crime. Giuliani did that, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't care if there was a police officer on every corner standing there with an AR. You know what I mean? Just protect I our mean, for city. These poor businesses, I mean, I mean, who can blame them? No, who can blame them? You've got a GameStop being broken into every few days. What a terrible situation for the businesses of Memphis. Yeah. And when we come back, we'll tell you about another area in town. It's not just businesses. It's hospitals. Yes. Um, oh. That are just the target of this out-of-control crime. That story up next. All right. So the Super Bowl happened last night. Newsflash. Uh, you didn't see it. Thoughts about it? You know, the yeah. commercials. Josh and I were really hyped up about these, and I was talking to good friend Brandon Tony over the break, and a little disappointed with commercials this year. And Josh, I know you were saying something similar. Yeah, I mean, the commercials they were pretty forgettable, if I'm being honest. But all in all, I think it was actually a, a, one of the better Super Bowls. The game was competitive. That's the most important thing. Right. Uh, the halftime performance. The halftime performance wasn't. Uh, bad, in my opinion. It, it, she had, she was fully clothed, which was great. It was pretty family friendly, and the music was. I mean, I think it was a lot of hits, but the commercials are kind of forgettable. That's about the only, yeah. the only thing I have against it. Yeah, Brandon, yeah. what did you even think the national anthem was amazing? Yeah, yeah, that that was probably the best part of the whole thing. Uh, I. I watched until the end of halftime. I just wasn't really that impressed with with the commercials. I mean, the Ben Affleck one was. A, I did laugh a little bit at that one, but I wasn't like like you know, too much. Yeah. And, you know, but the other ones I didn't really get a lot out of. There was like two or three where I thought they just spent twenty one million dollars, and I didn't even laugh one time. You know, because yeah. it, it was seven million dollars for thirty seconds. I think is what they said. Not really. I wasn't really impressed. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't really impressed. I I know. Well, and we were talking about the Super Bowl halftime show. President Trump came out and slammed it. I think that's because <laughs> it's a little personal for him yeah. uh, because Rihanna was notorious for spray painting a car that said F Trump, Trump on it. Yeah. Um, Real classy, by the way. You know, so yeah. I, my take on this is, you know, the statement less is more in right. this case. Rihanna was getting some flack online because it was a boring performance. Boring right. is more. In this case, only because I did not see something I didn't need to see, aka yeah. Janet Jackson, right? <laughs> right? Like she was fully clothed. Shakira and J Lo, mm, sure, you know, grinding in the cameras. Yeah. Adam Levine, same situation. Yeah. So I did appreciate that. So shout out to her again. You mentioned the national anthem. I thought it was so moving. Chris Stapleton, that rendition and moving the Eagles coach to tears, yeah. that went viral. I think it right. goes back to we've been over the last couple of years since George Floyd and even before that condition that we aren't allowed to be proud of our national anthem, of right. our flag. And I think that's why that moment went viral. Yeah, and I think, <clears throat> for me at least, I wish that they would have just done one national anthem. You know, I just feel like, again, with the 
you know, coming out and we're doing all these other anthems. That, you know what I mean? It's just, what are we really doing with that? I, well, it's, I, it's, it's literally insane, and it almost borderlines racism, only because yeah. imagine if there was a white national anthem. Can you imagine? Just the, oh my! Just can you imagine saying that? Almost, I feel like I'm gonna get canceled. I know, much right? less like we're gonna get fired, right, off the air. It's just, I mean, I just feel like we need one national anthem. I wish the NFL would quit, you know, trying to spread racism and hate like that. I just, I don't like that kind of stuff. So it kind of gave me the wrong message from the beginning with the Super Bowl. But he did such a great job on the national anthem. The, the halftime show, I was, it's kind of boring to me. Mm. I'm, I'm Brianna. I'm just an okay fan of. I think that she was. Did she give her pregnancy announcement? Well, did you hear about yes. that? Yes. Okay. I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah. You know, people get so creative with those pregnancy announcements, like like yeah. Halloween. She'll, like, paint her belly orange. It's, like, right. ridiculous. That was actually – that was how you do it. She really – she let us know, and I, I thought it was funny because that she really pointed out, hey, listen, this happens between a man and a woman. Did you did you catch the underlying tone with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. and everybody was like, oh, my God. Her her guest, because typically with a Super Bowl performance, there'll be multiple guests, and everybody was saying, oh, her guest is her baby. And I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, do you get the point? Uh, yeah. Science, it's a real person. It's a real person in there, yeah. A, a fetus it's, and a plob of cells cannot be a guest. Yeah, exactly. A baby can it certainly be a real heartbeat, exactly, right. Uh, although Thanks. I would hate to be that little fetus inside during that performance. I oh, mean, my gosh. I, like, are the brains of that poor baby gonna be okay? I, I mean, don't know. After hearing some of some of that, I, I don't and, know. And like being shaped. I mean, she didn't she go did. crazy with the dancing, but enough that I'm just trying to imagine myself as a little fetus, which is impossible. But I was once one, and I just <laughs> if my mom was doing that Super Bowl performance, I I don't know that I would have my scruples in the air like that too. That was pretty impressive. All right. So impressive. meanwhile, speaking about up in the air, um, there's just. 15 things in the air right now that are dropping out of the sky. Um, It's like this balloon saga. Right. Now, it was one that traversed across the country. We allowed it to do that, by the way. Apparently, the president found out about it days later. Sure. Um, Which also is is scary to me, by the way. Uh, 100%. The president of the United States finding about a— and, and, you know, a foreign invader said, in our airspace days later. And we don't know that this is the truth, but apparently President Biden said we've got to take it down. And his generals did not listen to him. Right. OK, so it's it's a disaster. But meanwhile, while we're watching the the weekend events, whether it be the Super Bowl, et cetera, you have a Friday sighting again. An object was shot down off Alaska then on Saturday, there was a third over Canada. Sunday, a fourth over one of the Great Lakes. I know yesterday they were saying there was one in Little Rock. I'm like, are we what under attack? What is going attack? on here? We're absolutely under attack, but I think we've been under attack for a while now. But they weren't going to ever do anything about it because they wouldn't let the public know about it. Right. So all of a sudden, all of these spy planes have been over to the United States. And I guarantee you that this wouldn't have happened under Trump's administration. Every single one of those things would have been lit up in the sky. Had he known about it. Well, and that's what they're saying. This happened three times under former president. Well, all of his generals in his Pentagon has come out and said that we were not aware of that. So in that case, someone failed to do their job until the commander in chief 
that our airspace was in jeopardy. And was it done on purpose? And Exactly. And so that would be a whole nother story. But, Brandon, really, between us, I don't think that actually is true. No, I, I think we would have known cover. about this. Very similar to Russia, Russia, Russia. Yeah, no, they're trying to cover. Uh, like, well, that's a great point. They would have been all over the news. Think about uh, a foreign uh, foreign country flying their planes into our airspace and taking pictures of our, our nuclear weapons systems, our naval. Why are they doing that, Ben and Josh? I mean, they're doing that for the future because they want to take over our country. I mean, they, they would love to come over here and take over our country. And they're, doing, they're mapping it out. They're, they're, they're looking where they need to buy f- more farmland. They're doing all of that under the, the under the guise of uh, uh, President Biden. And some of my liberal friends, you're exactly right, have said, "Listen, this happens. This is what countries do." Well, you could go to Whoopi Goldberg on the View. She said, "We spy on them. They spy on us." Right. Okay. Real simple, um, Whoopi. Whoopi. No, that <laughs> is not, not true. Because people have made the argument. Some of my liberal friends on like Instagram and Twitter, they're like, "Well, are we doing the same thing to China? Have they shut down?" They were going to shoot down the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> right on her right way out in. of the sky, and she was just going to Taiwan. Believe me, I think they would shoot it down. They would definitely shoot it down. And also, spying from space is not the same thing from spying from sixty thousand feet. Okay, not the same thing. So, uh, it's we're under we're at, we're at war with China and Russia. I mean, this is whatever you want to call it. It's it's a wartime situation and. And it's it, they're they're invading our country. Yeah. I mean, they're invading our country. But now you have to worry about terrorists around the world saying, "Hey, they're letting all these balloons just fly through." What's in what's going to be in the balloons in the future? Yeah. Now we've got to shoot them all down. What's going to be in the balloons as they roll across the country? You mm-hmm. seriously? Yeah. It's it's out of control. It's out of control. I'm and thinking. I think with what happened at our southern border, it's no question and no wonder that there really isn't an effort to stop an invasion whether it be no, right in our air on the ground or on the ground right um because if they were really serious about it they we would, would have closed the border and, yeah. and stopped it yeah all right brandon so good talking to you absolutely on this morning. glad Appreciate you're back you guys home. and where can people find out more about your work facebook i know you're very active oh yeah political at the tony family uh we're on facebook we're on instagram we keep everybody updated with great pictures uh, some political things as well so if you want to check us out, go there and, and He's a big join family our page. guy. Big family guy. A wholesome content. And in an era where nothing is wholesome, you want to follow the Tony family on Facebook. Absolutely. Absolutely. Appreciate oh. you guys. All right. Stick around. More coming up right after the break.